Hey, my name is Dr. TK, and on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant mental health business tools to help you become the person you were meant to be. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist working for a government agency and being a professor for over 18 plus years into building a multi-six-figure mental health business. My goal is to remove the employee mindset and replace it with an abundant CEO mindset. We will uncover the good, the bad, and the ugly of business ownership. I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapists Deserve Abundance Podcast. Hey therapists, let's talk about money. All right, so I'm a clinical psychologist. My name is Dr. TK, and in today's video, I'm going to be sharing three things that were introduced to me in my graduate school degree program from professors that were trying to motivate me, but all they did was plug into my brain that therapists will be broke. And so during my first two weeks of school, I was in a class. We were talking about going to practicum, going to internship, and then one day, of course, making the big money. So in my first two weeks of my graduate school program, I had an awesome professor and I remember her telling us that if we wanted to make money, we were in the wrong field. Did you hear me? She said, if we wanted to make money, then we were in the wrong field. And so initially I said, well, that can't be true because you're here. You live in Moran County. You just finished telling us about your big home. You just finished telling us about all your streams of income. You just finished telling us how you were able to raise your kids and have a profitable career. So there must be something more. So I mentored under this particular professor. However, that was only the beginning. So let's go ahead and jump into number two. All right. So myth number two that I heard in terms of therapists will not make any money is that we will not make any money to be able to pay off our student loans and live. Now I was introduced to this concept in my third year of my graduate program. And again, I just did not understand why they would be telling this to future mental health professionals. Yes, we went to school to make an impact. Yes, we go to school to work with our ideal clients, but we also get a doctorate degree so that we can have more choices so that we can live an abundant lifestyle even if we don't know what that means yet. And so for a professor to sit us down in a class in which we're preparing to actually apply for internship, go out there on our own, work for a year, maybe getting paid little to nothing with the anticipation of maybe getting paid more like six figures, if not more than that later. And for her to tell us that the only way we're going to be able to make that amount of money is that it wasn't possible was just like mind blowing to me. Okay. So imagine yourself being in school, your student loans are already six figures. And then you're told that no matter if you have one job over here teaching and then another job over here doing private practice, it is still not enough. All right. Last one, number three. And so in my program, I was also told that as a future psychologist, that I would not make enough money to even pay off my student loans. Now, again, why would you tell us this when we're in school? We just signed on the dotted line for six figures and beyond, and it has to be paid six months before I graduate. And you're telling me that I entered into a field in which I probably will not be able to obtain a job that can help me pay off my student loans. So let me just recap. 
I was told that I entered into the wrong field if I wanted to make enough money or a lot of money. I entered into the field where I cannot have the both abundant lifestyle and pay my bills. And then I was also told that when I go into this field, I better hope that I can pay my student loans. And so let me speak to the psychology student that is in school. I'm here to tell you that all of those things that were told to me were not true, not true. Okay. I am a seven figure earner. I am a clinical psychologist. I've been a professor for over 18 years. Yes, I've had multiple streams of income, but I've also been able to position my expertise based on how I choose to show up in the world based off my personality. And I put myself out there. I attract the clients that I want to see. I have a private practice. I've had a group practice. I've done a lot of things in the mental health field. But I think one of the biggest things that was missing from those conversations is diving into what are our interests beyond the mental health field? Because sometimes your personal interests can be blended with the mental health field and then you'll end up pioneering something great. So prime example that I'll leave you with is I was working in the juvenile facilities. Those kids, especially boys, don't really like to talk, let alone about emotion. So I decided to get very creative. I like music. Grew up in Compton, California. Grew up with a lot of hip hop and rap. And so what I chose to do is I back then brought my iPod dock. I brought a separate iPod, not even an iPhone, but then I had a separate iPhone, of course, in my pocket. And what I chose to do on my time off is download some instrumentals off YouTube, some hip hop beats, and I brought it into the juvenile hall. And part of the reward system based on the behavioral theories that we learn in school, I told the kids that if they come to their session and they do their intake, that if for whatever reason they had a hard time expressing themselves verbally, they can actually write it out via poetry, via rap lyrics. And then I started to notice that a lot of the boys were expressing themselves a lot more freely through rapping, through poetry. So I chose to bring those instrumentals in and then as their reward of bringing their homework assignment back to their session, because probation would give them a pencil and a sheet of paper on the in-between time of school and playtime, we would then bring them into the office and their reward would be they can take their poetry or their rap and they can plug it into the instrumentals and drop a beat in my office to the point where a lot of kids who said, I don't need no goddamn mental health all of a sudden wanted to come receive mental health resources, not just to rap, but to have a positive outlet. So I hope that if you're a future mental health professional or you're currently at a nine to five job and these limiting beliefs have been plugged into your mind, ingrained into your brain, and you feel like you truly cannot have both an abundant lifestyle and a profitable career as a mental health provider, I'm letting you know that that is false and there is much more you can accomplish. Thank you so much for tuning into today's video. If you would like to learn more about having the both abundant lifestyle and a profitable mental health career, make sure to drop some comments below. Let me know what else you want to learn about. Make sure to click that subscribe button so that you can be notified when I drop another video and I will see you in the next one. Bye. 
listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Therapists Deserve Abundance podcast. Now, I don't know about you, but that flew by way too fast. So if you want more, head over to drtk.com for additional abundant resources. And if you are looking for a tribe of abundant therapists like yourself to bounce around ideas and tap into another level of business growth abundance, be sure to join our Facebook community exclusively for therapists. The link is waiting for you at drtk.com.